0: Um, So George has just um, exhorted us to find our anchor in Christ and and he was talking about we're to find our anchor in Christ because Christ is the fulfilment of all of God's plans. Christ is the fulfilment of what can seem like random events. All of history is heading towards everything being under his authority and so we are to have our anchor in Christ and this means we are women and men of hope And so, therefore, it shapes how we think and act now, doesn't it? And Chase has asked me to share with you a few minutes about my father and how I, as a Christian woman of hope, am thinking and acting in this season of life, knowing that all of history will be fulfilled in Christ. So, um, my father is 86 years old. He has dementia. He has Parkinson's. And over the last two and a half years, especially since last Christmas, he has become increasingly frail, (laughs) His physical body is wasting away. He's lost a lot of weight, a lot of muscle. He has trouble walking. He sleeps a lot of the time. He cannot understand all the questions you ask him. And at times when he can understand um, your question, he can't always answer quickly, or sometimes he can't find the right word to say. He used to be, you know, in the summer of his life, his brain worked properly, he's physically really fit, strong. I never, ever remember him taking one sick day um, off work. But he's no longer in the summer of his life, is he? Um, My father is in the winter of his life. All the evidence all around him says he's in the winter of his life. A couple of months back, one of my sisters asked him if he'd like her to pray for him. He immediately answered, certainly not, This is a man who so often cannot find the right words to say, a man who's so obviously in the winter of his life, a man who desperately needs Christ to be his anchor. How am I supposed to think and act in this season? And how are you to think and act when sad things like this happen to you? Things outside are controlled to an extent, as George was talking about. Jesus is our only anchor and I'm going to share some things with you now, things that are helping me during this season to keep remembering to have Jesus as my anchor. It might be that one of the things that I say to you um, help you at this time or it might be that it helps you in a future season. So first of all, listening to the wisdom of other Christian brothers and sisters, um, Quite a while back in 2008, I heard a talk that a Christian woman gave on caring for elderly loved ones. I thought at the time, I will need to know this talk in the future. I didn't know when, but I knew I would need it, so I took lots of notes, and I've looked back on those notes from her talk several times um, over the last couple of years. There were also other Christians, family members, people at church, including my pastor, and also people here at college who have shared their wisdom with me about having elderly, sick sick loved ones. But more often than not, it's people who are not in the same situation as me. Um, That doesn't matter. They just keep encouraging me to have Jesus as my anchor by initiating prayer with me or telling me that they're praying for me, exhorting, encouraging me to keep choosing to be godly. And by their words, they've also helped me realise things at times that I need to repent of. And often they don't know this. They don't realise how powerful um, they've been. Secondly, praying for opportunities. I keep praying for opportunities to speak with my father. That hasn't happened yet in terms of me explaining that Jesus is the only anchor and him accepting that. And that, of course, is very sad. Um, I know God hears my prayers, but my prayers also help change me to accept God's way in all situations, even when I I don't really know what's going on at times. And each time I pray, obviously, I'm choosing to keep trusting in God. Thirdly, speaking Christian truth into the situation with my mother and other family members, with my father's carers, because he's just recently been moved into permanent care. Remembering that God's word is powerful, you know, who knows yet when God's spirit is at work in them. And also, when I speak Christian truths to others, showing that my anchor is in Christ, I'm teaching and reminding myself of God's truth. So I'm preaching to myself in that sense, um, like the psalmist often did. Fourthly, honour my parents. Um, So remember how God wants us to live is how life works best. I think there are some people, you know, who may feel sorry for me. Um, You know, she's a spinster, she finishes, I mean, she visits her elderly parents each weekend, but God tells us that is good. It's a good thing to do, good for my parents, and it's also good for me. Honour my parents, not just a command when I was a child, but also as an adult. And one of the great privileges we have as Christians is to live with a clear conscience, and living in obedience to God is one way of that happening. Um, Fifthly, watch my pride, watch for pride. It's easy to think, you know, some may feel sorry for you, but it's also really easy to feel proud, you know, I'm visiting, I'm looking after my elderly parents, you know, I, I, I. It's easy for me to compare Um, to what other siblings are doing or what they're not doing and I've got five siblings so it's easy to do a lot of comparing. Um, But I do this because Jesus is my anchor. He's my stability in life. He is what makes sense of life during this chaos. He is where all of life is heading and he wants me to look after my parents and as I do, I realise it makes sense and pride just looks really stupid and really ugly. You know, you just seem like a big doofus because you are. Um, It's not about me. It's about Jesus and how he loves me. And so I keep choosing to love and honour my parents because of Jesus' love for me. Um, I can't control them, um, but I can choose to be godly to them. Um, Number six, God's word to Timothy specifically. In God's providence, the book I've chosen to focus on for 2019 is To Timothy... Um, And in that we see that Paul is close to death. It's so clear what's important to him. It's so clear that he's not ashamed of the gospel and he's not ashamed because he loves God and he loves God because he understands how sinful he was and how much he's been forgiven and he wants others to share in this forgiveness. And so he doesn't fear them, rather he loves them and wants them to be saved. So this is a great encouragement to me to not give in to fear but to speak Christian truths to others in this season of life and focus on Christ. And then lastly, some Christian writings I've read recently. I recently read a couple of works that men have written after their Christian wives have died. And the thing that struck me the most with the one I spent the most time on was the woman's eternal focus for years before she died um, when she was in her summer. Um, season in that sense, when she was in her 20s, newly married, she writes about having her anchor in Christ and not her anchor in the things of this world, um, in you know in these comforts. And because she didn't have her anchor in this world, she wasn't always angry with God. You know, 18 years later, when she um, developed breast cancer and knew she was dying, she didn't believe God owed her anything. Rather, she lived and died as a woman who firmly had her anchor in Christ. And so she lived and died powerfully and beautifully. So there are seven things that, um, yeah, I'm just mindful at this time, at this season in my life um, to help me keep thinking and remembering that Jesus is my anchor, um, my anchor now in this season of life and forevermore.